so there were five of us in my senior apartment. Um, two are lawyers. One is actually a, a professor of law. One is um, a practicing attorney. One is a detective in the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. One is an orthopedic surgeon, and I work in finance. One was an anthropology major. One was a poli-sci major. One was a history. We were able to study all of these different things and end up in um, various um, roles that are really fulfilling for all of us. This is What Are You Going to Do With That? A podcast where we explore everyday folks' decisions to study the humanities as undergraduates and their pathways to fulfilling careers. I'm Scott Muir of the National Humanities Alliance, an organization dedicated to promoting the value of the humanities on campuses and in communities. In previous episodes, we've heard Kate, Catherine, and Annie reflect on how their humanities education provided an adaptable skill set that enabled them to make the most of exciting opportunities they couldn't have anticipated. The advantages of this adaptability are particularly striking in the vast dynamic world of business, where new industries and career fields are constantly emerging. In this episode, we meet Jason Morales, who serves as manager for financial analysis and analytics at Affordable Care, a leading provider of dentures and implants. Jason stayed open as he proceeded through college, making the most of the opportunity to explore a range of disciplines before choosing to pursue an English major. Jason trusted that if he kept challenging himself intellectually, he would continue to grow and the rest would work itself out. Indeed, it has. Jason has continued to hone the fundamental critical thinking and communication skills he developed in humanities classrooms, leveraging those skills to land increasingly exciting and challenging opportunities. Those skills helped him earn a reputation as a trusted partner and creative problem solver. Staying open has not only led to better and better professional opportunities, it's kept Jason's work fresh and engaging. He wouldn't have it any other way. Let's return to his story now. I didn't arrive at Davidson knowing this was what I wanted to study or this this was the career that I wanted to go into. Um, and so for me, it was kind of an exercise of figuring out um, what you know what did I enjoy at the time? Uh, what what did I think would be something that would continue to stimulate me and keep me um, interested? And so um, I enjoyed writing, I enjoyed reading, um, and you know, an English major was a good combination of those two things. At Davidson, you don't choose a major until your uh, the beginning of your junior year, and so was able to spend two years, um, you know, just kind of exploring, and so um, spent some time doing some of the um, foundational requirements. Going into my junior year, it was, I really enjoy reading. I really enjoyed the English classes that I've taken so far. I really enjoy the professors. I love the way that they teach. You know, it's kind of a combination of learning history, of learning um, how to write, how to think about things, how to uh, turn your thoughts into some sort of communication to others. Maybe tell me a little bit about some of the memorable courses that stand out to you. And it could be in English. It could also be if there are other kind of humanities courses that stand out. But any any aha moments that sort of stand out from those courses? One 
that stands out was a Shakespeare class that I took with Randy Ingram and, um, but wasn't necessarily expecting to be blown away by the class or really to love it. It was just one that I needed to take to get the, an English major. But he, he made it incredible and made it fantastic and fun and interesting. Um, and I think part of the way that he did that, and, and I think this kind of is wrapped up in the concept of the benefit of a humanities degree is he provided the context for the class and and, and the context of the times for um, Shakespeare and, and kind of Shakespeare's contemporaries and what was influencing his writing and stuff like that. Um, I think toward the end of the class, we went to the professor's house there in Davidson. We were all of age at the time. I think we were all seniors, but I think there was like he served mead and like <laughs> made it made it kind of this very uh, of the times experience. He would place himself in the time like as an actor in the time. Um, I think he dressed up, uh, if my memory serves me correctly, but really like kind of brought it to life for us. And so that was another kind of aha moment and just understanding the context of things and uh, letting yourself kind of be surprised by what you can learn and what you can take away. And I think the other thing that was really beneficial was that a lot of the classes at Davidson were grounded in discussion. So mm. we were sitting around, you know, 10 to 12 of us with different uh, experiences of our own and context of our own that we were bringing into discussions. And so, you know, you read a text and you interpret it differently based on whatever that context is that you bring to it. And so mm -hmm. being able to sit in that small group and listen to um, those different experiences, that different context and uh, apply it to how you interpret something, I think was super beneficial. And it's, um, was, was, I mean, for me, just a new thing. I'm, and and um, it has really provided beneficial in my career now and um, being able to understand different people's context and the experiences that they're bringing to any situation. Yeah, so my first job out of college was um, at a company called INC Research, which um, was a contract research organization that supported pharma um, companies that is now um, Cineos Health. I knew that I wanted to work with a good group of people that, you know, weren't doing boring kind of heads in the sand kind of stuff that, um, and so I actually got connected with another Davidson grad who mm -hmm. was working um, for this company at the time. Um, so he kind of brought me on and was able to kind of kickstart my career. And so started out there, and I think I was there for a year and a half or so, and then transitioned to RTI, and there was a role in their contracts group managing a portfolio of contracts. And mm -hmm. so my role was very much one um, of support and being able to help both the external clients and the internal clients navigate contractual issues. And so it was a lot of negotiating. You know, you have an issue that you're trying to solve. We have an issue that we're trying to solve. We have this contract that says X, Y, and Z. How can we get both of us to a common understanding and to a common goal of accomplishing this work. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that having somewhat of a humanities background has been super helpful in being able to see things from point A to point B and to, to get the con successful conclusion of these big projects that we undertake. You know, I, I think half of the job is relationship management and not just, you know, researching and providing answers or providing suggestions, but understanding or, or being able to, to figure out why that 
answer is right for that particular person. Um, and so there are likely often, you know, oftentimes there are different solutions to any given problem, um, but being able to figure out what is important to another person, um, what their hopes are given that or what they're trying to accomplish or gain um, mm-hmm. through that solution. I think being able to understand all of that and communicate all of that and be um, kind of perceived as a trusted partner that can help them with that is really important. There isn't necessarily a, a class for that. I mean, it's a skill that you can develop and learn, but it isn't necessarily one, you know, you can't sit down and take a like business partnering 101 class necessarily. Mm-hmm. So I think the humanities was, you know, foundational. So that was kind of the lens that I took or the how I approached the role. Um, and so again, did that for seven years and that, you know, I mentioned why I chose an English major was wanting to continually be challenged and continue to face different questions and issues. And so, mm-hmm. um, was getting somewhat bored by the same challenges in the contracts role and wanted something different. Um, and so decided to go back and get an MBA and to join our corporate finance team, which takes kind of a different it's a much more high level view, um, but still managing people and managing relationships. Do you see a role in kind of your humanities background in terms of preparing you to do that sort of bigger picture thinking? Yeah, absolutely. Accounting may be the language of business, but supported by um, how you can actually communicate with people. And so you can put a spreadsheet together that shows a net present value for a project that you want to do. But if you can't explain the value proposition of the project. The numbers aren't necessarily as meaningful. I think the humanities helped with that value proposition standpoint, understanding the big picture. And also, as we talked about the the writing skills, being able to communicate that, um, being able to understand what's beneficial to one party versus another. I'll say, I went to a very good business school and there were people that were there that just couldn't write. We were on teams and doing group work together. And I don't mean they couldn't write, just different levels of um, different capabilities when it comes to being able to put a paper together Mm -hmm. and then also a presentation together. And so it's easy to put numbers on a spreadsheet and make um, one plus two equal three. It's harder to be able to convey why one plus two equals three or why it's important that one plus two equals three. Mm -hmm. I think being able to think critically about something and then be able to communicate um, not only the answer, but how you got to the answer. I think think those are the kind of fundamental skills that uh, I, I feel like I took away from a humanities background. The next challenge that I wanted was to be in a more senior management role and to have a team and to build a team. And so for a while, I had been uh, talking with a buddy from business school about the company that he was working for. It's called Affordable Care. And the timing was just perfect. Um, They had brought on a new CFO um, who he really liked, who he thought I would really like. Mm -hmm. Um, They were in a big growth period, um, a period of transition within the company itself. So I interviewed a couple of times with them and the fit um, was perfect. So Mm -hmm. managing revenue coming into the company, um, expenses, managing a full P&L for the entire company. And so 
That's what was most inviting. Being in a management role, having a team to kind of help and support and grow. It was just a perfect opportunity. So yes, I am involved at kind of like the full roll-up view and understanding every component of the business and how it contributes to a certain endpoint. About being able to see forest through the trees and being able Mm -hmm. to see say, here are all of the inputs. How do we take these inputs, turn them into a presentation for our board Mm -hmm. on a monthly basis that says, here's what happened this month, here's why it happened, Mm -hmm. and here's what's going to happen going forward, trying to forecast where we're going to land at the end of the year, being able to start saying, all right, here's where we are through three quarters of this year, what does that mean for next year, and doing budgeting and planning going into next year. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's all about being able to roll everything up take all these little details and form a story out of it. So yeah, it, it, I think being able to kind of take in a bunch of information and distill it into um, a theme is uh, been a really important part of the role um, and is also possible because of, you know, there's a, a ton of practice in it, both from high school and college and previous roles. So it strikes me as a theme from like college to now that it's like it's about keeping it open and about choosing what seems like the most like engrossing experience. I think very simply it's about not being bored. I I personally thrive on change and being continuously challenged and wanting to find new ways to do things. I think the opportunity is that you aren't necessarily pigeonholed. I think the the gift of it has been um, being able to learn about different industries, being able to learn mm-hmm. about different jobs, being able to have more of an opportunity to cross over into different fields. You know, a humanities degree isn't necessarily like a utilitarian degree to get this specific job, right? But it provides the foundation to be able to explore all sorts of different roles and different jobs, which I think is the big benefit. It's inter- Even now, I have a, a wonderful job and I like what I'm doing and I think it's challenging and I'm good at it and I enjoy the people I work with. It's not necessarily what I think I may be doing again in five years or ten totally. years. Yeah. Um, and so um, I left Davidson with a great education and, and knowing how to communicate and think and talk to people, but not necessarily knowing, like, here's the job that I want. Right. Um, it was more, here's... I want a job that's going to be challenging where I'm forced to um, think critically about things. I think for me, it's less about a specific role and more about, to your point, kind of a broadening of experience and responsibility. And so Mm -hmm. the role that I'm in now, you know, I support our operations group. I support our marketing group. I support our executives. I support the people out in the field and um, in in different ways. And so I'm learning more about what's happening on the operations side and the marketing, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, every week I'm learning something different. It is, a, yeah. it's incredibly complex. There are a lot of moving pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm still learning a ton. So it, it, it it's that it's, it's continuing to learn, continuing to grow have new experiences and have a broadening of responsibilities. And I think with a broadening of responsibilities comes advancement in one's career and having people um, working with you that are smart and that are always challenging you as as a peer, as a boss, mm-hmm. as, a, as an employee. I think those are the kinds of things that I think about when it comes to my career totally. and not necessarily this is the job that I 
want to be in in X many years. What was so beneficial about Davidson and a humanities degree was this concept of learning how to learn and uh, thinking critically and trying to um, navigate challenging issues. It, it gives you the skill set for doing those things and doesn't limit what your options are. I feel like more and more companies are looking for people that can um, communicate why things are happening the way that they are and build relationships and um, help navigate challenging issues for their company. That's the, the value proposition of a humanities degree.